You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 500 of Podcateers. This is a really special episode because not only are we celebrating a huge milestone, it also marks the return of a segment that has become a pillar for our podcast. Definitely one of our favorites, Armchair Imagineering. Over the course of two years, we roller coaster tycooned our way around different areas of the Disneyland Resort, but around the time that we completed the Armchair Imagineering series, Avengers Campus had yet to open, so we were never able to bring our ideas to the table. That changes in this episode. It was already awesome and super fun to finally have Andrew and Larry be a part of an Armchair Imagineering episode, but it had that extra hint of awesome because Gavin was back to help us reimagine another section of the resort in the series that he helped establish. So we're going to jump into the episode, but before we do, we would like to take a moment to acknowledge a very special group of listeners known as the FGP Squad our podcast fairy godparents because it's their support via patreon that help make these episodes of podcateers possible as part of the fgp squad family you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for podcateers gear additional content that we've uploaded to patreon access to our happy hour calls when we get an opportunity to do those giveaways and more for more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And of course, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. We would also love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram, Facebook, and Threads, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining our community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join our community. Okay, so it's time to get this episode rolling. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And if you've been hanging with us for a while, welcome back, friends. We would not be celebrating this milestone episode if it wasn't for all of you listening. So from all of us, thank you. Here is episode 500 of Podcateers. Here we are, episode 500, with Andrew and Melissa and Larry and Gavin. And featuring our host, Hazen. (laughs) And I'm here too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey it's episode 500 epic yeah that's too many i that's a lot it is too many some people would say it's too many some people would say it's not enough everybody wants to be a thousand air at least instead of just a hundred air and we're we're halfway to thousand air right now so yeah Good times. <laughs> just think about how many TV shows have 500 episodes. It's mostly just soap operas, right? Yeah, not many make it that I far. I would say, yeah. Has The Simpsons reached 500 episodes? I don't 
I don't know. I don't know. I, well, they should. We'll find out eventually. <laughs> Price is right. Oh, yeah, game shows, yeah, I there guess. You know, game shows. Oh, game shows. And soap operas. <laughs> yeah. There's 760 episodes of The Simpsons. So, okay. yes. Wow. Ah, I bet, I bet be uh, Survivor has enough episodes to oh. hit 500 because they just aired season 45. <laughs> Oh. And there's usually what 13 to 15 episodes 45? every season 635 yeah. episodes of survivor yeah because they do two seasons a wow. year wow yeah and Look then there's like survivor. what 3708 episodes of the kardashians it at least i mean uh, for, there, there's that thing's been around for we too were long just so quiet 40 when you said years that name. of the kardashians <laughs> is too much according there's like 40 it. episodes of the kardashians <laughs> oh because it's that's just the new one Oh, thank you. The Hulu. new season has 40 episodes? Well, the new series. So there's 280 episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Dang. And then there's 40 uh, episodes of The Kardashians. And there's 30 episodes of Courtney and Kim Take Miami. And there's 20 episodes of Courtney and Kim Take New York. So just because you needed to know that. <laughs> Listen, if there's any reason to dislike Ryan Seacrest, it's this. He brought us the Kardashians, and I don't like that. Oh, uh, we have Seacrest <laughs> to blame for that? Yeah, I think he funded the original show, so wow. thanks, Ryan. <laughs> wow. I hope this doesn't affect our iHeart status. Uh, if it is, I was I was saying that in jest because, you know, comedy on episode 500. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're pretty excited because to celebrate episode 500, uh, you know, it's a big milestone episode, other podcasts, and including us, we thought about doing it. I thought about doing it, maybe like a retrospective episode and like, what are your favorite this and this and this? But instead, we're going to bring you something exciting. <laughs> we're going to bring you something creative. We're going to bring back an old favorite, <gasps> armchair imagineering. Oh, I thought you were going to say Gavin. But yeah, oh, that works. <laughs> and Gavin. <laughs> Somebody thinks highly of themselves. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I, I will be. I will be very humbled by this episode. Believe me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for those of you that are listening to Armchair Imagineering for the first time, every month we would try to take a new land uh, across the Disneyland Resort, specifically. And we would try to demolish it. I loved playing Roller Coaster Tycoon when I was younger. And so I used the little claw mentality of lifting things, demolishing them. And I got an infinite money cheat. So I'm going to use it. I don't know how much of that I'm going to do for Avengers Campus. Because I'll admit it. I've only been to Avengers Campus a total of two times. The first time I went... I did get an opportunity to walk through most of the campus, but because it was so close to the opening, it was crowded and it wasn't an enjoyable experience. There was like shoulder to shoulder traffic of people and, you know, it was what it was. The second time I went, it was primarily to get on the attractions because the first time I didn't really get a chance to ride them. So we, you know, we got the the Genie Plus thing. We did Web Slingers and, you know, we tried to do as many experiences as possible. So I kind of know about the land. I keep up with some of the posts that are happening, you know, through the Disney Parks blog. And I, you know, I see people posting about the new characters that appear. We've talked about them on the podcast. 
Uh, I think of all of us, Larry has been there the most times since, you know, he's always streaming from the parks, you know, a few times a week. Um, then probably Andrew and then Mel and then Gavin, how many times have you been to Avengers Campus? A big zero, my friend. Zero times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, so I left California right – there was like a two weeks, give or take. I don't remember when the resort was opening back up after the pandemic or depending on who you talk to during the pandemic. Uh and so I never, I never got to see it. I, you know, I saw the the construction walls and I saw some of the facades over the top of those, but, um, you know, that's, that's as close as I got. And, and you know, I've been there a few times on YouTube, I guess. <laughs> sure. Yes. That's how <laughs> I, I visited the parks uh, around the uh -huh. world. It works. I've been on so many attractions around the world. Trust me. <laughs> it, it counts. It's time to get started. It's time to Armchair Imagineer Avengers Campus. So, uh, going by the circle that I'm seeing on Zoom right now, uh, here is the order that I'm seeing everybody in. I'm Let me know if you guys are cool circle. with presenting in this order. But I have Larry, Melissa, Larry, Andrew, Melissa. Gavin, and then I, I'll count myself last. Hazen. Okay, Larry, is that Melissa, uh, an okay order for everybody? Works for me. Yeah. I just sure. reordered the window, right. so we're in, we're in order on my Zoom. Okay, <laughs> cool. So, Larry, you're kicking us off, man. Let's do this. Right. Let's armchair so, imagine your So, how campus. are we? I, I have a I have a question because I've not participated <laughs> in one of these. Are we doing just our full presentation, or are we doing like one thing at a time and going around? How's what's the best way to do? Oh, this? good question. Uh, I think we should present one idea uh, each. As okay. we go through the circle, uh, because I know that there's been episodes of Armchair Imagineering when there was just three of us, mm -hmm. where we went for like two hours, three hours presenting ideas. But now there's five of us. Yeah. So I promise to try to keep my answers to a bare minimum with as much context as possible. But I think we could just do like one each every time we go through the circle. Perfect. Um, and then we can do some honorable mentions depending on how many ideas everybody has. But as we go through the process, we can all, you know, just kind of build on the ideas that people are presenting. Perfect. I, could, so, I just wanted to get that it, out of the way first. That way I know what I'm preparing for. Yeah. No, it's a great question. Great question. Uh, all right. Larry, kick us off, man. Hey, can, Larry, good. look, I know this is an audio, audio <laughs> podcast, but can I tell you, like, Larry's new glasses, I saw these on stream oh. not too long ago. He was talking about them on stream. But Larry right now looks like Pedro Pascal. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, you. doesn't oh, right. he? <laughs> like, Thank you. So, listen, if you haven't seen Larry on stream, Goofy Guys Adventures on YouTube, make sure that you're following him. Subscribe. Hit that bell notification so you know when he's going live. Follow him on Instagram because he's always posting when he's going live from the parks. But look look for him in the black glasses. He looks like Pedro Pascal. <laughs> he's the Mandalorian, dude. Far from it. If I had that voice, oh, I'd be getting out a million viewers, honestly. But... Oh, easily. <laughs> easily, yeah. Well, the cool thing, yeah, these glasses, too, got some tech on them. Like, speaking of Iron Man, you know, they got some cool tech on these glasses. They're Ray-Ban Metas, so I live stream oh, sometimes with glasses. Oh, camera glasses. glasses. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Fancy pants. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I know. It was cool. Thank you, insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to keep it real simple in the beginning because I I know I've I'm a big fan to you, Melissa, Hazen, Gavin. I I used to listen to these when you guys did these and I I would go through the whole series like a binge. I wouldn't wait. I'd go through. I'd wait and then go through it Mm because like you were saying, you'd bounce off of ideas. So I'm going to go with just simple first and. I go to the park a lot, like you guys just heard live streaming. So for me, I'm thinking I want to keep my ideas. Like if I had to stay within the confines of Disneyland or mm-hmm. Disney California Adventure. So I, I know you guys could go all, all out. And that's perfectly fine. But for me, it's like looking at it that helped me think a lot more better, just like to springboard ideas like you mentioned. So the first thing I want to do is I want to pay homage to what's the coolest Avengers, basically. And the entryway, I know when I go there, you guys probably remember there was like a side part they use sometimes for like Festival of Holidays and Foods mm-hmm. over here. That's not even a mm-hmm. part anymore. And then there's the entry. I want to clear that all out, the trees on that side, and make it one large section and like have a bust area for the Avengers, like Iron Man, Captain America, and then Stan Lee gets a proper like bust too. Kind of like a Hall of Fame of the Avengers when you walk in nice. and with the, the ideas that were. It's like to the side, but you still see it, but you're still entering through. Like you have, you have to look over there. So, I mean, that's what I would want immediately walking into Avengers Campus. And then you see Avengers Campus. Kind of like I work at a university and a lot of times like they pay homage to prior professors or anyone that's bringing some kind of research. I feel like that's how you would start it off if it's like at a campus, have like a homage a bust like the hall of fame for football or baseball where you see major i mean and you also got to include all the marvel artists i would say like a good little section too that bring those characters it's just that's my feeling so then you feel like you're going on campus so that's and i'd spread it out too like it spreads out the opening i know there's a little backstage stuff for web slingers and then the stunt show they have there for spider-man flying but i think there's space you really could make this work and then still give it this like really cool vibe of coming on to campus so that's my first idea so you're talking about the area that's right in between carthay circle and the entrance right exactly it was kind of where the fast pass for radiator springs racers was exactly yeah, and like okay. if you have boogie boogie bash they had like man i'm in there this past year yeah 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 it's a yeah, pretty I big like space it. i love this idea like in my head I was thinking about having like a okay. So the part of the reason I really love this idea is because uh, I recently played all the Spider-Man games on on PlayStation, and it's an open world. And in a, a specific part of the city, there is a restaurant that has a Stan Lee statue. And I thought, why isn't this an Avengers campus instead of that plaque that just has his name? So. Right. The and fact that we're bringing this up and it. having, yeah, if we had a whole Hall of Fame, maybe like the back walls had like etched into them, I don't know, like every artist that's ever worked right. for Marvel that drew in the comics and stuff, because a lot of them are the same artists, right? But like paying homage to like have a, a Jack Kirby, a Stan Lee, yeah. like prominent with the Avengers, right. kind of like the hub with the little copper statues 
of yes. the of the Disney characters around Walt yeah. and Mickey, but Get except it's oh man, dude, <laughs> I'm like fund this. Get yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby on the phone. We're funding this one. I agree. I think it's yeah, it's unused space, right? Yeah, so. and mm-hmm. it really it really plays well with that idea that it's like a research campus. You know, like it, a lot of it, it seems to be designed around okay, we're opening up this technology and this space so that not only the Avengers but you know new heroes can walk in and you know learn from this technology. And I think that's a genius idea. I really like it. That's a great way to kick us off, man. I love, I love <laughs> it. it is, Larry. You, really we uh, we have some similar ideas. So, in my, uh, <laughs> I think I'll I'll do it completely different location, but kind of in the same vein. So you'll, uh, uh, I think it'll kind of mesh together nicely. Ooh, it's already. We'll see. That's nice. cool. I'm excited. All right, Mel. Oh, it feels nice to just do this again because it's just let me just pretend, pretend, pretend. So much fun. Um, uh, I Hollywoodland doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> it just <Nice>. doesn't. Um, <laughs> poor thing is like the stepchild, and you just wanted to just go away and <laughs> all that stuff. So my idea is to expand. This is like kind of part one in my thing, but the second part will come out after. Um, so basically, Hollywoodland, you know get rid of it and we're gonna call it um old worlds Hmm. i was thinking about old worlds to kind of give yeah we have that vintage feeling you know going on but it's not being used so why not give the vintage feeling with the comics with characters that kind of you know are in that area or in that time zone or something like that and so for me, I'm like, you know what? DCA doesn't have, I mean, yeah, we have action and stuff or whatever um, at the campus, but we don't really have adventure. We just, it just, yes, we do, but we don't, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, okay, this is how I would do it. If you're going into Hollywood land, pretend the other stuff doesn't exist, but let's say you're stepping into an old world where it's tropical. It's you have artifacts in different areas. And the kicker is you're going to see like on the floor, you're going to see some sand here and there. And at one point when you're walking in, you're going to start seeing more and more of a collectively of just artifacts. And as you go into the jungle, you're going to go into this room, but this room has more and more sand. And you're like, all right, you know, let's go check it out. Well, sand, jungle, artifacts, Moon Knight. It's Yes, it stinks that he was only, he's only, you only see Moon Knight in October. And it's like, no, 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 no. It should be an all year round thing. So for me, I would say that I would love to see a not just a meet and greet, but a story time as well. And you go into a building, you see, like again, sand and stuff, but you start seeing the ruins of the pyramids. And then you walk in and it's just, it looks just like the pyramids and you have the gods and whatnot. There is where you would have your story. And the story would be about the golden scarab. 
and, you know, along with all the other um, artifacts. And I, I could see this and then I could see everything turning into a meet and greet afterwards, after the story. And I think Khonshu should come out. <laughs> like a, a 10 I mean, foot dude. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. It would be. I'm like, that would be cool. I'm sorry for kids that it would scare them. But we kind of need a little bit of that in that land or that just in general. We don't have a lot of that. So I'm thinking outdoor area. Again, it's more like kind of like Adventureland, but not quite. Because it's just it's about the 19, let's say 1930s or so. But I honestly feel like it would be pretty cool to have that part of Marvel be represented instead of the. You know, we have the modern. Let's give the vintage as well. So, yeah, that's my first idea. You had me sold on the giant conchu. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot that Moon Knight was a thing and all the Disney Plus things. I'm like, all right, who's these Avengers? We got an Ant Man and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh no, Moon Knight, werewolf, and all those other things. So. I feel silly. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> they weren't in any of my things. I like Moon Knight. Yeah. It's all good. You know me. I just, I, I'm going to, you guys, I'm always the one that goes all the way to the left. You know that. That's fine. For me too, though. You had me at Moon Knight. I love it. I mean, if we could have a giant Hulk, (laughs) we could have a giant Khonshu just appear. Yeah. If it appears at night. Oh, come on now. There we go. Yep. Come on. Didn't, didn't Moon Knight as a character appear at DCA for like a week? Yep. After the I think it was show. like basically when the episodes were airing. I think it was like yep. what five yeah. weeks or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I remembered that. Yeah, they got to bring that back. I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm with you on on repurposing that. I got an idea for Hollywood Land as well. So. Yeah, I feel like Hollywood Land should All be right. shaking in its boots tonight. <laughs> oh. oh, of course. <laughs> you know, I tried to no stay. Idea. I tried to keep Hollywood Land because I'm a fan of some of the things there. So I did my best, but still some of it was uh, uh, laid by the wayside. Mm. The Disney Junior thing is gone. They can leave. It, it could just, that's it. It's done. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the Muppets aren't there. It's gone. <laughs> oh. All right, Andrew. All right. I don't know if I should do my, I'm just going to do my big one and get it out of the way because it's going to take mm. some time. That way I can... I know. So this is this is my the Avengers E ticket attraction that's supposed to go into that building, that facade. That's oh, there. okay. So this okay. I wrote I wrote out a whole thing. So we'll see how well I can stick to it. But this is uh, called Avengers Battle for History. Um, so it takes place in an Avengers uh, nice. museum, a museum of history, technology, and artifacts. Um, the vehicles will be, uh, it'll be a, a similar feel to Rise of Resistance kind of scope and, and feel, okay. uh, trackless vehicles. Um, so going through the queue, we start with a portrait and bust gallery. This is where uh, um, Larry and I overlap, you know, b- busts of current and former Avengers. 
Um, then that brings us in through the trophy room, which is awards and trophies giving to the Avengers as a team and individual members. Then section three is a video room. I'm just trying to like think of all these things that like museums have. I'm like, okay, what are we going to large screens projecting like, like bad, like what would be like TV clips that would have aired like of the Avengers, like battles and stuff. And like, you, you know, stuff like that with like in the reality of everything. I mean, like interviews from people that are like, the Avengers saved me from this thing and da, da 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 just kind of like building that Avengers history. And then that brings us to the pre-show. The concept is we are signed up to take a high-tech audio tour. Bruce Banner introduces us to our vehicle, how it moves and what artifacts we may see along the way. He will be our narrator of our tour. Um, the tour consists of six vehicles. Um, and so we get to vehicle boarding area. It looks like a kind of like a lobby waiting room. Um, it has like some big like art pieces, like impressionistic art pieces that may um, like a big thing hanging from the ceiling and a couple of different things that are, um, you know, that tie you to this room, uh, which will come in later. But, you know, like very like impressive looking things. Um, so after that, uh, our first room is, you know, is the nice dry narration. It's just, it's Bruce Banner talking about Avengers history going, you know, we see artwork and stuff going through. Um, then room two, um, what happens is our vehicles break up into three groups of two. I've stole this, uh, from, uh, mystic manor. Um, <laughs> and so nice. each, uh, each pair of vehicles goes into a different room. Um, so one room will be captain America, um, and you'll see, you know, Cap's costumes and like uh, statues or animatronics of, you know, they're supposed to look more like a, a fake, you know, what you would see in a um, in a museum, either like a but like not a bus, but a full body statue or something of both Captain America and like the Red Skull or something. And then the room two would be Black Panther, similar idea, Black Panther and Killmonger. Uh, room three would be Ant Man. Um, similar again, but with uh, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and probably Yellow Jacket, or whichever of the few Ant-Men villains there are. At the end of these rooms, we would uh, there would be three identical rooms that are the Thor room. These are similar concept to the other room, but it's with you know Thor artifacts and stuff. We see Thor and Loki, and as you're panning the room, uh, you come back, and the statue that uh was uh of loki that was once there is no longer there so this is kind of where things start to go and uh andrew for can't remember how loki's powers work so uh bear with me if loki's powers don't do these things uh, <laughs> he's like he's a god he can do stuff so exactly <laughs> um room four is the hulk room so all the um vehicles that make it into the um hulk room this depicts the Hulk fighting the Hulkbuster suit. And so what happens is I'm stealing lots from other rides. So uh, the Hulkbuster suit then starts to uh, the helmet, you know, comes off and there's a Loki in the helmet and the Hulkbuster suit. Your vehicles start to leave the room and the Hulkbuster suit follows you out. This is stealing again from the dinosaur that can follow you in that universal Jurassic Park, you know, that One follows you. One of the you best animatronics the thing ever. we've ever so seen. So cool. So it follows, it starts to f chase you out, and the doors close behind you, so it's, you know, locked in, whatever. 
Um, and then we enter the Iron Man room. It's a big circular room. All the Iron Man suits lined up along the outside. Uh, there's a big uh, like glass tube in the middle, and we're all pointing at this tube. And somehow... Uh, Loki starts trying to use his powers to like make the Iron Man suits that are, you know, in theory, they're the actual ones like come alive and whatever. Um, the room starts to pick lift up the whole circular room. The Iron Man suits stay behind, but the circular room is moving around this cylinder. And we'll get to the second floor. Loki is in this center tube, but like he's trapped. I don't, again, I don't have all the story beats, but these are the ideas. Uh, breaks out of this tube and all the traction, all the vehicles blast backwards. Um, and we're, we're on the second floor now. And so this ends up being um, a giant room with a bunch of different vignettes. So this is the battle. This would be like a battle recreation, like the end game battle, but it's like all the scenes like in different locations of things that happen in Endgame. And uh, what starts happening is, uh, it might even not be Endgame, you know, whatever we want to do. This is Blue Sky, whatever it is. There's lots of <laughs> villains and stuff. So the idea is basically Loki has started like summoning these like statues of villains and turning them, uh, you know, alive. Maybe he has some more reality stones. He has some of the stones or something to make this work. Um and in the like the recreation of these battles things start coming alive and each of the vehicles are going to different portions of this uh giant room and like swapping between them and seeing all the different things that are happening and the last piece is uh our vehicles start mo moving towards another place and we kind of get to another big circular uh platform where um there's a hulk and Loki and the Hulk takes Loki, slams him on the floor, and the whole floor drops with all of the vehicles on it. So this just gets us back to the ground level uh, <laughs> uh, for this. We then, uh, it drops and we're in fog and darkness. Our vehicles then move into a simulator, similar to Rise of Resistance or Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway. This is where the like culmination of the battle can happen here. And whatever happens to finish this battle, haha, we've defeated Loki. We back out of the, you know, the, however we get out of it, we back out and we end our tour in the quote unquote same room we were in, but is now obviously very battle damaged. The big statue thing hanging from the ceiling is all hanging all askew, swinging around and all this stuff. Um, the other idea is that I should have said at the top that, the very boring oh i skipped other stuff too i'm not paying attention to my notes so <laughs> at some point so <laughs> um the the boring uh museum narration is going through bruce banner narrating what the actual museum tour is happening throughout the attraction even though everything's going wrong it's just <laughs> a very boring narration it's like and here is the thing and da 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 but at some That's point funny. At some point, I had said, because in Avengers Campus, everyone's still alive. Um, so I think Tony Stark somehow hacks into the vehicle and gives you a software update to to have your vehicle kind of act more, uh, uh, to be more helpful in this. We realize Loki's doing up to no good, and so your vehicle is going to help. So yeah, so I stole a lot from lots of other rides that attractions that I think are very cool, but this is my big e-ticket thing with lots of uh, fun stuff, I guess. I Dude. love it. 
So, <laughs> so I have some. I have an e-ticket idea as well. It parallels yours in various places. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we were on the same like wavelength when it comes to this one. I'll talk about mine when it comes to my turn. But first of all, I love the idea that you have Bruce Banner narrating because, listen, no offense to Mark Ruffalo, but paying Ruffalo for a voiceover is going to be way less expensive than Robert Downey Jr. or Tom Holland, right? So getting (laughs) Ruffalo to do voiceover, great idea already (laughs) from the beginning. (laughs) Uh, I love the story. I love that you're in this museum, that it's this homage, and that little by little – the, like the crown piece de resistance of your idea really is that in the background you continue to hear Bruce Banner <laughs> narrating the whole thing Agreed. <laughs> as all this chaos is just happening in front of you. You got to have some silly. I love silly. So that's like, you know, I this we had talked about doing this episode and I laid in bed like right after that I'm like okay what am I gonna do and this is like the first (laughs) kind of thing that started happening I've been working on it for a while like two weeks or whatever um but yeah it's uh I I had a fun time figuring this out we also have similar ideas and you'll hear it it, well I'm glad I got mine out first (laughs) (laughs) good job all right Gavin, you're up, man. Oof, all right. I got to flex these old armchair imagineering muscles here <laughs> and get ready. Stretch him out. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, like, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm so honored to be asked back uh, for this episode. It's it's awesome. It's a great milestone that you've achieved with this podcast. And I just really have missed armchair imagineering. So this is a lot of fun. Uh, that being said, I feel like I'm at a huge handicap here because one, as mentioned previously, I have not stepped foot inside Avengers campus. Uh, so I, I only have a pseudo understanding of the, the look and feel of it, you know, based on some YouTube tourism. Uh, also I'm not, as you guys know, the world's biggest Marvel guy. So I haven't seen very much of at this point, I think I've seen less than a third of the MCU movies. Um, and I don't think I've seen any of the TV shows at all. So I don't have a lot of like story involved in my ideas. Uh, they're kind of just big picture ideas. And I would love any piggybacking to happen whatsoever. So if you guys are like, okay, I like this. What if we did this with it? Just jump right in, because cool. I, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna do what I can. Uh, so I'm gonna start with my. I'm gonna go the opposite of um, Andrew and go with my smallest idea or least developed idea first. Um, I do like the character of Ant Man. Uh, I think he's a very entertaining character. I've I've only seen the Ant Man, the first Ant Man movie. I haven't seen any subsequent things from him, but I kind of have the idea of what he is. But I think it would be kind of cool to do an homage to um, Ant-Man, but also kind of like the history of where Avengers Campus is. So I think it'd be mm-hmm. cool to do um, an in-park VR experience. We've, we've done ideas like this before, um, but the idea of shrinking down to the size of an ant and, you know, entering the quantum realm or whatever. Uh, but I think you could 
play with that a lot and have lots of interesting experiences and maybe even some Easter eggs of the former residents of that geographical location within the park. Ah. You know, maybe we run into Flick or something along the way. Uh, just as a cool, fun, like Disney nod, you know, like they did in Winnie the Pooh, where they have some of the busts from the old Country Bear Jamboree in there. Um, I think that would be neat. But then also, it'd be cool if that somewhere along the line, you flip. And uh, I don't know if there's a name for it, but when Ant-Man gets bigger. Giant Man. Is it Giant Man? <laughs> Like, sure. like, I think it'd be amazing. That's what I no, but that's anyway. what we'll call him. I'm gonna call him Giant Man. Okay. What is yeah. it? What is it, Hazen? Not so Ant Man. Not so Ant Man. <laughs> Un Ant Man. I'm calling uh, him Giant Man. Yeah, let's go with Giant Man. I like that. So, like, it'd be cool if, like, part way through the story, you become Giant Man, and all of a hey, sudden, hey, I looked it up. It is Giant Man. Is it? Nice. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. I mean, I think it'd be cool to be. Uh, that size, but you're actually in DCA and you're like tromping around Ooh. and like, you can like lean your elbow on the Tower of Terror, right? Or <laughs> Guardians of Galaxy. Uh, and you can like, you know, like stride across the park in like four or five steps. I think that'd be amazing. And, and you could have like little guests in the park that you could like wave down to and they'll wave back up at you. And like, I don't know. I just, Thought it'd be fun. It's to... like soaring, but yeah. walking around. Exactly. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just get to kind of like walk around like your Ant Man, and I just, I, I don't know. I think it'd be fun, and it would be a different kind of experience that, you know, we haven't seen anything quite like that except for the when they had the VR in Downtown Disney. Yeah, I love it. So I love it because the moment you said um, geographical locations, I'm like, that would be pretty cool because. You could even take that that uh, that experience and take it to when DCA was just brand new. Oh yeah. I mean, there was a lot of land, <laughs> so I love that idea. It's that's cool. I, well, I love it. Yeah, and with the like all the um, like timeline stuff that they're doing and jumping between mm -hmm. multiverses and stuff. Yeah. Like, you could you could really expand that and make it like really. Um, like repeatable where you do something you can choose like a lot of different things like and and end up in different places mm -hmm. um and and timelines and and things so that you know vr really makes it it it's hard in one aspect of the like um like rider capacity thing but it's like so like like flush in being able to just do basically anything you want and especially that like how they had the void where it was like hey we're kind of tilt your eye line so we make you walk in a circle and all this stuff in this little room there's enough place to like put a, just a ton of these rooms and you're in groups of four or eight or whatever Absolutely. like i think they could do it yeah and i i don't yeah. think i mentioned this but uh since we're all basically killing hollywood land uh, I'm thinking there's plenty of large buildings in that area that you could install this type of infrastructure in one of the, the sound stages or the Disney oh, yeah. junior theater, easily. you know, could easily become this experience. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my first idea. I think that's that a really interesting good one. You bring that one up because I remember when in 2021 in Avengers campus, one thing I really wanted to catch and never got was I believe Ant-Man 
was walking around with a small diorama yeah. of Bugs Land. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. And yeah. I never got to see that. And I heard that the hem the Heimlich, my favorite ride over there, was so watermelon. Good. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was a working like you could oh, when you cool. looked at it. The train was, was moving around was moving and everything inside. was spinning. Yeah. That's amazing. I never got to see it. So I, I could totally see them doing that. Yeah, I was, was excited when they they showed that little diorama because we talked about it on the show back when it was announced that Bugs Land was going away and we were like they gotta do some sort of easter egg for these guys Mm -hmm. like they can't just erase that I mean have they ever done that where they erased an entire land before and like like I don't think they've done that before right like that's the first time really Uh, kind of if you if you think of like Holiday Land and the stuff that existed near New Orleans Square and stuff like Kind of, kind but of. nothing to the extent. Not, not well, well Disney World used to have Mickey's Toontown Fair. Um, that's the only other thing I can think mm-hmm. of, like pretty recently. Um, yeah, that that turned into just more fantasy land. So they knocked down all. They had Mickey's house and all this stuff. The only thing they kept was the like goofy roller coaster and rethemed it to be part of the fantasy land. But yeah, make, they just like obliterated all the rest of that so that's the only other one that i can think of other than like now that in what is it uh tokyo they're just knocking down all of tomorrowland and starting over or something Mm. or at least space mountain yeah but that's at least still gonna be tomorrowland yeah Mm -hmm. uh you know cards on the table my idea does have a lot of vr elements to it so like listening to your idea as I was thinking about what I wanted to see as an e-ticket, like I want to take elements of your idea and incorporate them into mine. They're because yours. Because I think it would just work <laughs> so well together. So I'm going to jump into my idea. That way we could kind of talk about them both uh, as a unit. So I was going to talk about something different, but I think this is a good time to talk about this attraction. So I haven't decided whether or not I would want to see this in the building that was built for the other e-ticket or if I want to build this in the back where the hangers are except that in, in my idea I want it to be the TVA DCA chapter like the California Adventure chapter of the TVA and so the idea behind it is that you walk in and you are Uh, a member of the TVA in training. You're like a trainee to go out and get rid of variants before the timelines get completely out of whack. And so when you're in the queue, not only are they talking about like variants that they've gotten rid of, they're telling you about the timeline, how it's splitting. Uh, So they're kind of going through the timeline of Loki, right? They're kind of like spreading into the Loki story. But... Uh, the narrator is Miss Minutes. Like, I want Miss Minutes to kind of be making the announcements. Like, uh, from this point, 20 minutes before you board your tour of the TVA, and the whole thing is structured as a tour of the TVA. Uh, As you progress and board your vehicle, I want this to be, and I'm dreaming big on this one, okay? This is going to (laughs) be the first hybrid vehicle that's, on a magnetic track that will be lifted out of place and swung around as part of the attraction. Similar to like the way star tours and those like motion, Mm -hmm. like, like 
uh, attractions move, except that instead of being lifted and moved uh, from the bottom, it's going to lift you from the top. And the reason I want to lift it from the top is because one of the places that this takes you in is supposedly into outer space, but I want it to be an entire dome, similar to the way that the dome in Las Vegas functions, where it's just giant screen that surrounds you everywhere. One of the things I love about Soren over California, over the world, whatever, the attraction in general is that you get lifted and moved into that half mm-hmm. dome and you're experiencing the attraction. And the fact that you're swinging back and forth, just it's, it's carefree, right? You're just a part of it. But in this attraction for the TVA, the machines go berserk and you're popping between one timeline and another, watching different battles, trying to avoid getting eliminated or um, what do they call it in, in Loki again when they uh, oh, when they uh, zap you? Um, uh, it's not parsed. It's um, ah, but you know what I'm talking about. I wanted uh, to it, say it'll come to me, but I don't think that's it. No, what no, no. It? It's um. Anyway, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so you're trying to avoid getting zapped by the rod so that you don't get eliminated as a as a variant, right? And so uh, the the attraction will be on the ground. You'll be moving around. Part of the attraction will have like a half headset that comes down. It will be optional because I want to make sure that everybody can ride this. So the attraction itself will be immersive as an attraction so that if you can't handle VR, you can still enjoy it, but there's the added value of putting on the headset and new technology with these gloves that look uh, kind of like just fingertips with like a wrist, almost like an arc reactor, so that one of the things, by the way, I hate about web slingers is the whole like wrist action thing that gives you this workout, all right? And the fact that they make you go buy this other gadget in order to score higher is ridiculous to me. So on Agreed. this attraction, you put on these like fingertip sensors and it's like kind of like these wires that go down into your wrist. You wrap it around your wrist and you have this like partial like skeletal glove thing that allows you to interact and open up portals and go through time and interact with everything that's around you. Um the as you're fighting because you're going through different timelines uh at one point you meet up with Stephen Strange because Stephen Strange just goes through the multiverse and he's always going on different timelines anyway and so Stephen Strange becomes your guide through the TVA to make sure you end up back where you belong the story then becomes that time has changed And someone has gone back, the variants have gone back, and they've messed with the timeline. And everything that happened up through Endgame has still happened, but changes happen where the outcome is no longer the same. And you have to go go back and correct the past to ensure that the future remains. So now you're going through pivotal scenes in some of the Marvel like Marvel movies including Guardians of the Galaxy which is when your vehicle gets lifted you're flying through space you know shooting up like you know bounty hunters and all that stuff along with Rocket and Star-Lord and Gamora and every like you know the the Guardians uh, you get brought back down. You're in the mirror dimension. At one point, you become like a piece of Play-Doh and clay. Like You basically go through the scenes of the multiverse of madness 
But the entire story is structured around trying to correct the past so that the future doesn't end up blowing up by the time you get back. And so this is where Gavin's idea comes in because I love the fact that like you're stomping around DCA, right? Like you're looking at DCA as it appears when all of this is built. And so you're stomping around all of Anaheim. You're destroying stuff, destroying parts of DCA, but you win, right? At the end, like you win. And one thing that's always bothered me about superhero movies is that there's never ramifications for the destruction that so happens true. when all of these battles take place. So much okay? carnage and so, damage. True. Yes. So in this attraction, Stephen Strange says, oh, wait a second. That wasn't supposed to happen. And so he uses the Eye of Agamotto to restore Anaheim and just uh, like restore California Adventure. Nice. And he says, thank you for helping me correct the past in order to ensure our future. Once you get out of your vehicle, you will be back in your timeline and everything will look as we have restored it. And so now you don't end up with that weird thing that happens at the end of Star Tours where it's all like, hey, here's Batu. Now we're in Tomorrowland. Hey, now we're on Endor, but now we're in Tomorrowland, right? Like now (laughs) there's a cohesive story where something happened, you layered on it, you fixed it, and now you walk out where you landed. The end. Nice. Dude. Okay, so I have to say this right now before I even start my thing. This is the awesome thing about armchair. You have similar things in my idea. And I'm like, I'm trying not to laugh as you're describing it because you're going to hear it. So, you know, same brainwave <laughs> going on. I love it. I can't wait to hear your idea because then we'll just build on it. This will be the <laughs> We'll just keep building on it and building on it. We're just building the <laughs> and giant and five ticket. tickets. If you're knocking down uh, and if we, uh, all of Hollywood land, you got room. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> everything. Right on. All right, Larry. We're wrapping back around. Well, I should. This feels just natural to go to the e-ticket because you guys all went into your e-ticket, which is. <laughs> go for it. I, I think it's crazy because you guys are really in dip from when I hear from, you know, Andrews to his like funny comedy and then also the trackless ride vehicle didn't even think about that coming in to play and then you have things from Gavin that are like really outer scope thinking about making this ride cohesive and I can't wait to hear when we get to Melissa's and obviously yours Hazen like pays homage even TVA including to intertwine Mm -hmm. the story where it makes sense of Marvel I feel like mine's gonna be a little bit of a (laughs) no no no. not at all no man I, I'm working within the confines of what the the park you know really is right now DCA. So I will admit I haven't tried to knock down Hollywood Land and all. Its <laughs> I did the same thing, Larry. I did the <sighs> same thing. And the only reason why is because I have a soft spot for a building that's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I know that it's always changing. There's always Yesterland and uh, every part of the park. That's the way it goes. But for my e attraction, it's. I saw um, at Paris, they opened up Avengers Campus out there, right? And I saw the idea they did with this Iron Man coaster indoors, okay? So hear me out here. Here's what I'm going with. Since we're back to the Avengers Campus idea, I want it to be like a training session for the individuals that come on to Avengers Campus. So when you're walking into this 
building, large building that's going to be placed pretty much between where you're seeing that vacate that's been the Quinjet and that area and probably stretch a little bit. I'd say back is going to be the best thing because that's all the parking back there and maybe high, right? I want it to go higher. I want it to almost be near what we're seeing like the Haunted well, Tower of Terror, Guardians of the Galaxy. I want you to build up a bit. So when you go in, you feel like you're going into a building, like a campus building, and then they're kind of giving you like a rundown. Like first you're getting something from maybe the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like this is what we're going to give you some training, but we're going to use some simulations here to give you an idea of what it'll been like in full on like tactical warfare, basically what happens in Avengers Endgame. So then you get a little bit of tips from maybe Iron Man, you get Peter Parker, you get, you know, Miss Marvel under each section. And then when you get to the actual right area, it's like stepping into something in the future. I don't know if you guys have seen what's at Paris, but they have like this loading area, kind of like what they have at Guardians of the Galaxy. Same idea. But each of the ride vehicles that you get in, like the seats, will be customized to like a marvel character so you can't ever like pick it but it'll be like one will have like iron man's gear you know like when they do when they uh in the last movie where they had the suits that were all the same but they kind of had like a little bit of their own yeah things on there so like depending on which one you get on you're gonna get like captain america iron man i know kids are gonna be like i wanted hulk too bad (laughs) yeah so you you get in there and then you're like oh cool i'm putting on the suit kind of thing like you're locking in and then it just shoots you into exactly what you guys are explaining hazen and everyone else which we know disney has the tech for this like dome basically but you're on a track like space mountain or any of those indoor coaster rides and you're seeing the end game go on and you're there like watched your left watched your right Mm -hmm. and you're seeing the action they're like trying to prepare you like training and you're getting different characters each time you ride so you're not going to always going to get the same like projections of someone uh like one time you'll get dr strange one time you might get spider-man one time you'll get iron man and but you're always going to be trying to be battling each way you go into the ride i'm making a goal of trying to take out thanos right that's the main key yeah. so that's like the idea of training so it's like everything's coming from you like a dome and you're going through a really fast maybe even a couple of inversions which would be really cool i think to add to a roller coaster indoors and then and, you know, it shoots you out pretty much. And then you go through something like what you would explain with like Dr. Strange, like it just like clears all, and then it just slows in. And then you're like, that's been your training. Welcome to the <laughs> Avengers campus. And then you walk off and you're like, yeah, you kind of get like a little certification, like the Topia, you know, old school license. You get your <laughs> yes. certification of training as Avenger campus. And that's, that's kind of where I'm going, which was funny because I heard track list and I was like, dang, that would be even cooler <laughs> when you guys are explaining that and giving that whole like uh, exactly like, you know, Hulk giving you like this rundown and there's like <laughs> things going on. That'd be so hilarious. That's that's awesome, Andrew. But that's that's kind of where I was going with it because I want it to be taller. I feel like there's things in Avengers Campus that are big, but I want it to be like Guardians of the Galaxy big. I want it to be up i want to look up and be like whoa lighting yeah. everything i want it to like be a building that's feeling like you're on a campus yeah i love it it's well and what's cool is like you, you know they if you've seen any of that stuff from that new guardians 
coaster like that would work a lot with this where it's like the co- the vehicle can spin and like face a scene while you're racing around something mm, so you could yeah. go around exactly. the outside of a scene a couple of times and then spin around and see something in the other half of the room or if it's video or whatever like that's that'd be really cool um, and then to have something looping in that, you know, wouldn't be an Andrew ride. I don't do the loop-de-loop, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Not every ride has to be for me. Um, but, you know, that the thing with DCA is, like, the lack of, quote-unquote, thrill rides. Like, there are two, if you really, mm-hmm. like, think yep. about Well, three yep, if yep. you count Goofy Sky School, because that's a freaking death Quake trap scary whipping. thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if it's really just Guardians and and uh, and Credit Coaster, so adding a thrill attraction, I don't know, man. Is Little Mermaid's pretty? Ooh, <laughs> that drop. I mean, that Ooh. scene with um, Ursula and that drop, it's a, man. It's got a Ooh, backwards. So drop. scary. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't don't undersell. Well, they took Ariel's the third one adventure. out. The they took the third thrill right out, which was Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. A thrill true. a minute. Yeah. 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 And that ride was exactly one minute long. Oh, I just, everyone complains like when it rains at DC, which is very rare. But when there's bad weather and it rains, you lose screen, well, California and Credit Coaster. And so there's your Radiator Springs Racers. Big gone because they go outdoor, indoor. And this one would stay completely indoors. Well, what you could do too, like with like a tall building, like, you know, I wouldn't like this, but you could put like one of those giant lift hill where like you do a big drop sort drop. of thing in a right. building, which would be something that probably hasn't been done. Yeah, it looks like that's what Japan's doing with Tomorrowland, right? They're out building that that They're, little uh, the space the theory mountain. with that space mountain is that it's going to be the same uh, ride vehicle as that Guardians. Um, uh, coaster, oh, but it'll be see? a different track. It might be the see? same track, but I think it's gonna be a different track. There you go. Because that, if you've looked at that building, it's they said it's the biggest building they've ever built, or something like that. Like the the largest largest cement uh, pad they've ever built. Mm-hmm. It's something. It's so, something ridiculous. Um, Please tell me the number. <laughs> we'll just make it bigger. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> when you walk through that area and I, the Quinjet's cool, but now that it's felt, it's just didn't fell through the rides. They kept right. talking about not happening. I'm like, go and then, then rebuild up, make this thing as big as your Guardians of the Galaxy or even bigger. Maybe and it goes back. You got space back. Now you have a vacate of like, whoa, you walk in. There was, you know, Peter Parker, you know, over there for Web Slingers. But then you're like. Mm-hmm. Guardians, shoot, Avengers training, what the, you know, like, boom. That's what I feel like. You know what I really like about your idea is that, one, it's it's an awesome idea. I love the fact that every time you get on, you get a different training experience, right? So it's very in line with, like, the star tours of the world and the different, like, lands that you can visit as part of that simulation. But Avengers Campus is meant to bring new recruits, right? They call you a recruit when you enter Avengers Campus. And so the idea that, like, the only real training there is is when the Dora Milaje comes out and they do the show and they're supposedly training you as part of that exercise. So 
this attraction ties into the land so beautifully that it finally gets across the actual theme of Avengers Campus. Because listen, I'm about to say something I don't think anybody was ever going to hear me say, especially considering that I'm a pretty big Marvel fan. But in general, Avengers Campus is boring. Okay. It is one of the most boring lands at Disneyland or California Adventure. It's boring okay? to look at. And for a kid. It, for it, sure. Yeah, and it's yeah. very drab, right? There are pops of color, but it just feels like a bunch of buildings that have some imagery. Cool stories. And I and love stuff. the Easter eggs. Yeah, like I love the Easter eggs and all that stuff. <clears throat> but Larry, your attraction begins to finally tie the compound like the stark compound and the purpose of avengers campus for what it's described to be right i feel like that's the first step i mean i'll just give away one of my ideas right now before i loop around because i think it works really well with uh your thing i 100 percent agree with you that they need to go up with certain things right and so behind that e-ticket i want to see the avengers building avengers tower Right. Because like like we need Avengers Tower, like when I again going back to the Spider-Man game, when I finally made it to that side of New York and I was able to web myself and sling up to the top of Avengers Tower and perch down. Yo, I like cool. Spider-Man isn't even my favorite Avenger. okay, Mm. but. There's so many things about that game that I love and perching at the top of Avengers Tower was one of them. And now I understand that there's like building height limitations and everything because of the city of Anaheim and all that stuff. But you could do a lot with force perspective. And so if you Mm -hmm. kind of put it up in a conical structure, you can achieve the effect of this like towering Avengers building you know, with something that's not much higher than Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And because it's going to be adjacent or behind the e-ticket, yeah, I get it. Mater's Junkyard Jamboree's on the other side of that and everything. But even if you can't walk towards the building, if the visual is there and you can see it from afar, dude, that is, is iconic, in early DCA days, we had the Golden Gate Bridge, and it was iconic mm-hmm. to see it from afar, right? We saw the, the big sun wheel from afar. The sun wheel. Imagine yeah. seeing Avengers Tower from afar. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, so I, nice. Dude, come on now. Right <laughs> behind your attraction, it would work so well, right? Because then it makes yeah. sense that all these Avengers are coming to train you on the compound, right? Or even, again... It doesn't have to be the the actual one. Just like the TVA idea that I presented, it could be like Avengers Tower West, right? A miniature version of Avengers Tower where they happen to land to come train the new recruits or something. You could come up with a story for it. But yes, they have to move up. One of my other ideas also moves up. I'm going to talk about it on my next turn. But dude, this idea, love it. It's also like just speaking of like the up in general is like that back half of DCA is just so close to the street that like you can stand in the park and be like, all right, there's a hotel. There's some other hotel. There's the top of the convention center, like without even like craning your neck. You can just see there's power lines and stuff like that. That's something that I've talked about. Just walking power through the lines? parks. It's like, 
Yeah, no, power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so like using taller buildings on that end of the park to really like block out the outside world is is something that I I think needs to happen yesterday. So keep yeah. it going. Agreed. It's it's the concept that they did with Galaxy's Edge, right? The buildings in the back look like buildings from the parking structure, but from Galaxy's Edge, it looks like a bunch of rock formations. Rock it's formation. the same thing. You could do petrified you know, you could trees, Hazel. Or petrified trees. <laughs> correct. Petrified you are trees. correct. My apologies. All right, Mel. Yay. Okay. So I mentioned earlier that there was like a couple of ideas that just were just similar to mine, but which is cool. Just going to start with the name, World Madness. And this is going to be an indoor-outdoor attraction, but that stretches across DCA because we don't have kinetic energy going around this and that. Now, I don't know the mechanics for a ride. I don't know that you can't do this. OSHA doesn't exist. <laughs> All right. Love <laughs> it. So, that, because, yeah, I just don't know, but whatever. I would love to see this. So, we're going to start in Hollywood Land. Forget my first idea. This is just another scratch. The, so, you would start in Hollywood Land. And the premise is it's a magical battle between multiverses to save the world. And Doctor Strange comes into play. Now, first off, I should have said, the buildings I would love to build, huge. I don't care about the limit. It mm-hmm. needs to be huge in order for this to work. No more and... bus stop. We're one building. <laughs> right. You don't yep. want to see any buildings out there. Um, it should be something to where it's enticing. It If you see it from outside, it, it'll make you want to like check it out or whatever. And so for me, I'm thinking the building itself, have it dark, but at night, it should be glowing red. It should be glows of red, like something to show it's evil and something's there and you want to go check it out, right? So when you walk in through the entrance and and I was thinking like Soren. You know where, where they have like memorabilia and you're kind of learning about it or you're, you're looking at stuff. So think of it as that where you're going from phase one through four and you're looking at different photos, screen like shots, things to kind of remember. Oh, yeah, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. Little things. But there's a common denominator in all the other things. And I took this from WandaVision where everything was black and white, but you saw the hints of red. Hmm. And I didn't get to really sort all the details out, but I would really, really love a roller coaster. And when you said surrounding uh, screens, yes, I see like surrounding screens so that everyone gets to see everything. The vehicles, I don't think they exist. I don't know. I'm not sure. But think of an apple being cored. So you have like an umbrella here and then you have something here. It's clear. It's not black. And you Mm. see four people back to back Mm. so that you get every angle no matter what. It's kind of like Peter Pan in roller coaster form. Wow. (laughs) Okay. So. Okay. What's happening is that in the building, you're doing your thing. You're kind of learning a little bit about 
you first start off learning about portals. The whole thing is basically Scarlet Witch is just setting off so many portals to just bring in like the 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 evil that's in um Oh my gosh, brain. Yes, thank you. It's right in my face and I still like, I forgot. Um, So you have that evil like kind of lurking through. So basically what you're doing is inside the buildings, it's kind of mellow. You go a little fast and whatnot. You have your AC, of course. You got to have AC. That was a given. Um, And you're learning just basically portals. And I thought of that because of web slingers. I've heard a lot of complaints. So I'm like, okay, what's easy? Portal. (laughs) Very easy. You don't get hurt. You're sitting down. It's all good. So inside the buildings, you're doing that. And what happens is that you shoot out. And when you're shooting out, you're going to go across DCA in like a tube per se. So that you still have AC and you're protected by the um, the weather and whatnot. And the coolest thing is that in the building, it's pretty fast. But when you're outside, it's a little bit slower for you to like enjoy everything. But at the same time, you're still doing your whole thing with the portals and stuff. Nice. And in some parts, you would kind of turn so that you could see something else. And... Goofy Sky School is gone because that's going to be housing <laughs> that end of the, the tunnel. So when you go in there, you just go like, uh, okay, best way to describe it is Big Thunder when we make that turn into the building. Mm-hmm. And it's like just a turn and you just keep going, right? So you just go in, kind of like shoot out and you're speeding across, but you start to do the loops and stuff. It shoots back over to tower or around the tower area, the Hyperion, and you would have like a loop. And this is just to show like just the energy of little things of just in the parks. But as you loop, you loop right back into another building, which is the other, the second show building. It's somewhere in there. Um, Same thing. You've got your screens. You're trying to take, you know, help out Dr. Strange while you're seeing uh, Wanda here and there, or I should say the Scarlet Witch. The the creepiest part when it's at night, <laughs> that whole part where you just kind of cruise through, you're going to hear her. Unexpectedly, it is not timed. I would love it because it makes it fresh. Hmm. And um, so you're, you're doing that. You're getting through. You finish you get your video of you, you know, your, your battle scene. Um, you could actually choose what point you want and they'll just send it to you. Oh, that's I cool. think it'd be awesome that's cool. <laughs> that's because awesome. that element there helps bring it. It brings a different thing besides, oh, this is where they're going to take your picture. It's predictable. Nah, it's, it's not going to be predictable. I don't want any of that. I just want, we all want an attraction that's going to stay fresh no matter what. And so I thought, okay, this could probably be awesome. It'll take over the whole park, but Mm -hmm. we kind of need that. And I think it'd be pretty cool if you got to see a, you know, a loop, like even if you saw it from the outside of the parks, but I think it'd be cool. 
Yeah. It'd be really, really cool. Yeah, piggybacking on that, like it, like going through the parks, like if you're able to see out of the vehicle and the tube thing, like yeah. and and see all that stuff, they would be a good case for like mixed reality or augmented reality. Yeah, of where because and using that, um, they have that uh, eye line perspective, whatever thing that they're using on that new pirates thing, where like you're going past you know, in credit coaster and the Hulk is hanging off of it or you're yeah. going, pe- yeah. you know, all these things are destroyed using augmented reality and, and video stuff inside your, your vehicle while you're going through the park. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's like the time of day and all this stuff is different and, and the attraction, but yeah, that, that it's, it's awesome. That sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. I especially love too that, you, you know, when I was talking about the, the ramifications of, you know, destruction happening in these films and there never being like anyone to, to answer for it after there's Mm -hmm. always multiple locations of that place that they're in. This roller coaster takes you to multiple locations of where the vehicle is in. Right. So Mm -hmm. I love the idea of incorporating everything. And then what Andrew's saying of incorporating that AR and VR aspect of it. Yeah, man. Come on now! And it's a <laughs> roller coaster too. Like we don't have enough thrill rides. It's That's like a ball-shaped roller coaster, which yeah. is like something yeah. that doesn't exist. I you love sold me on coaster, Peter though. Pan roller coaster. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is such a great idea. I'm like, ima- like the whole time I'm imagining this thing, and I'm imagining myself in this pod, opening yes. portals, going through the park as Mel mm-hmm. was talking about it. Man, I love this idea. Uh, All right, Andrew. All right, I'll go to my my next uh, fleshed out idea. Um, So this will take place, I'm I'm sad to say for Larry, this is going in the animation building. It's the most uh, convenient building. But, 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 but with Hazen's roller coaster tycoon uh, things, we can pick up most of the stuff from inside the animation building and put these in these other empty show buildings uh, oh that are in Hollywood land. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the only thing that would stay in the building is the Art of Animation store because it's pretty small in that corner. And we would keep that whole facade on the outside. Well, we'd probably actually uh, retheme that side to, you know, more Hollywood's just looking buildings, but it, you couldn't go in it. Um, so the, the building we're going into... Um, is the Avengers Campus Research Laboratory. Mm. Um, uh, we're going through, we're seeing observation rooms and, and you know, different research labs. Um, we go to a, like, uh, like an upper observation room where we're looking down into, like, this big, big room where tests are being done. Um, these are, like, video, those, those uh, kind of like the the fancy windows they had on the galactic star cruiser where they're like 3d like video screen kind of things where they look, they have perspective. Um, so this would be like, you're looking down and as you walk, the perspective changes. Um, so, and in the queue, then you end up in this room. Um, it's a large circular room. I like circles. Apparently everything circles. (laughs) Um, uh, the ceiling is a video screen. We don't know this at the time, but it's a video screen. Uh, everybody's waiting in the center of the room um, at, uh, you know, laboratory stuff on the side, blah, 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 blah. Um, and the room goes dark. And on the ceiling, we see it turns into Doctor Strange's 
portal stuff. So it starts, you know, doing all the sparky yeah. and the portal opens up. Um and Wong is there. Ooh. And he tells us we need he we are needed for some reason, whatever the reason is, somebody'll come up with a reason at the Sanctum Sanctorum. Um and blah 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 blah. Whatever the room goes black again when the lights come up, we are in the Sanctum Sanctorum or a part of it anyway. The room is changed in the darkness. Um this is achieved with uh this effect has been around for a while. It's d- been done in a couple different places, but I know one place was at the um Star Trek experience in Las Vegas to get onto it. It was basically the walls of the room lift up into the ceiling, revealing a secondary wall. Um, and so we'd go out a different door, you know, into the Sanctum Sanctorum. Um Doctor Strange and Wong, we'd use the Galaxy's Edge, the 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 Kylo Ren up on the walkway technology mm. um, for Doctor Strange and Wong telling us why we're here, you know, uh, and like what the vehicles are that we're boarding. Some Stark tech will just say, well, then we go to our boarding. It's a, I, I guess the, the easiest thing to compare it to would be the Millennium Falcon. I guess I'm just making Galaxy's Edge, but with Avengers, I guess. I don't know. Um, but the Millennium Falcon but it's a vehicles. Quinjet. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. So it's, I don't think it's a Quinjet. It's it's something else to kind of be more mystical and Doctor Strange. I don't know what it is. Okay. This mm. is a, a thing I didn't think of very well. But we get into this vehicle, six person, but what, we don't have to deal with the video game aspect of millennium falcon that makes it so glitchy and we also Mm. don't have to deal with the like the millennium falcon has all these bars on the windows so it's stupid and you can't see anything (laughs) so it's like you know more of a a bulbous uh vehicle where the screen is all enveloping mostly it's just uh, smaller star tours basically um but we're on these vehicles we follow dr strange and wong it's a multiverse battle so multiverse battley things happen but you know, I really think that um, simulators are, are for space. They um, In the space that I wanted to put it, the simulator would be the best thing for it. We could do two-story of those, the um, Millennium Falcon, like, disc things that those are on, you know, where it rotates as you go yeah, to, like, yeah. help boarding. And then, so whatever happens in the attraction, I don't know. Going through portals and multiverses and, and things and whatever. I didn't think that part through. I've been, I've, I've, I've been, I've been really uh, building uh, cues. Is my favorite nice. thing. Yeah. I've been a big cue. Who cares about the right? Um, <laughs> but then, whatever happens, we save the planet or whatever. Doctor Strange, stumping, and then uh, and we deboard, and we're still in the sanctum. And then there's a sanctum gift shop. Of course. Um, so so it's all you know, cool fun stuff. But the to exit the gift shop, we then pass through another uh, exit that is circular shape that is doing the portal, you know, like a projection or something around it. So we are walking through the portal in back into Avengers campus. Okay. And this is replacing the animation building. Yeah. So the, um, the entrance to it would actually be where the old, uh, fast pass machines are for uh, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. So oh, you, okay. The entrance okay. would be so on the backside, so in, in front actual of Avengers Guardians. Campus. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm trying to keep it in most of the confines of what Avengers Campus currently is. Oh, you guys are going to hate my next idea then. I you do what you want. This is just do what you want. This is just the experiment that I. Yeah, Melissa just knocked down the whole park and put one roller coaster. I took a. That's true. I took a page from Hazen. That's true. Welcome to Disney Portal. True spirit. True spirit of armchair engineering. Marvel Land. Okay. I like the idea and I like the location as well. Uh, I like the fact that it plays on Doctor Strange. There's a big theme of us using Doctor Strange and Loki. I think we're all secret, like, hardcore fans of Doctor Strange and Loki. (laughs) We're just not admitting it. I think (laughs) they just lean the most into, like, they have the most stuff you can do with them. Like, like bits, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Portals, all of that. I want to think about this because I love the the concept, and since you were mainly Q, I want to go in and I want to start structuring and attracting. Yeah, I really just I really wanted this big ceiling video screen, and then the room changes. (laughs) I love that while you're in it. That's so cool. I think I know the effect that you're talking about about the walls raising to reveal the other ones, Mm -hmm. Uh, and if it's the way that I'm thinking about it, dude, that would look so freaking cool. Because well, like it would be it would be in the happen. black, like you're staring up, yeah. whatever the screen goes black, and, whoop, and you know it's it happens very quickly. So it's, oh, yeah, man. it's so cool. Technology, right. man, right? Whew. All right, Gavin, we're coming back around to you, man. Okay, so um, I'm gonna do um, an actual like ride attraction this time. Um, I think that it's time to take a little bit of a darker turn. Um, I feel like DCA, I think we would all agree is the more kind of grown up park as compared to Disneyland, you know, there's Mm -hmm. obviously there's alcohol, but you know, they, they kind of stripped some of the, the kiddie rides away with the demise of bugs land. And, you know, there's not a lot of thrill rides, but the couple that they have are pretty big kid or adult type thrill rides, but I want to do something that's definitely like adult ready. And I feel like it's time that Disney finally has a real scary ride, something that's going Mm. to scare you. Now, I feel like (laughs) with the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, they they did have something that was scary. Um, You know, I actually loved that ride so much and I felt like I loved getting scared by it. I, and I miss that. I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Uh, I'd say it's probably a more thrilling ride than Tower of Terror, but Tower of Terror was scary. Um, so I want to kind of hit some of those scare notes and maybe even ramp it up because I want I want something that's going to scare people, like really scare people. So uh, the theme of this is uh, Werewolf by Night. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take over that Hollywood backlot area, which is a terrible theme for any sort of place. It's just, it's awful. Um, And I'm sorry to say I'm kicking my friends, Mike and Sully out of the park. Um, (laughs) But basically um, that whole area is going to be rethemed along this line. So you're going to walk around the corner down by, um, the Hyperion and the whole land is going to become black and white. So everything in there is black and white. So it's like you're truly stepping into that film, you know, kind of like it feels when you go to cars land, it's like you're in it. Right. 
And so the main show building is going to be Bloodstone Manor. And it's going to, it's going to have a similar kind of queue set up to uh, the Haunted Mansion, where you actually go into the manor to load your vehicle. But it, it's, 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 you're really kind of just passing through the manor and you're going to go out the back door and get in some sort of a black car. I'm thinking like more of like a real automobile looking car, but something like vintagey mm. and like Gothic and creepy. And this ride is going to take you through the hedge maze and the gardens and the whole area where the, the, the film takes place. And it is going to be filled with monsters and jump scares and really creepy effects and just awesome gothic dark hauntedness throughout um <laughs> i want it to be really yes. like so kind of a, a traditional dark ride so um one thing i've been impressed with all of your ideas is your insanely awesome vehicle ride vehicle ideas which i'm loving all of them uh this one's kind of going back more old school maybe we do trackless but you know we're in a we're in a ride vehicle because it's not about the motion of the vehicle it's about the things around each corner of this hedge maze around each you know garden fountain there's going to be something that might scare you startle you just creep you out in general um and yeah that that's kind of the long and short of it uh, but I really wanted to kind of make the whole experience when you walk around that corner be black and white and the whole ride black and white, everything black and white, you know, with with spots of red here and there uh, and uh, just really feel like you're kind of stepping into that world. You had me at scary. You had me at goth. You had me at <laughs> werewolf by night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is, it's awesome. Like stepping into that world, like how creepy it was, that's totally needed. Yeah. I, to I agree. And, and I'm sorry huh? to cut you What's off. That? Go ahead. Keep going. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say that it would kind of help out the balance because everyone just goes to the Haunted Mansion. So this will give another option as well. So yeah, I'm just, Give a check. Give it. But the, the check. question <laughs> is, can we overlay it with the Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, uh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Okay, so <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. It's funny that you mentioned that. One, I'm glad we're going to open this attraction uh, considering the mansion's going to be closed for about a year because of the you know, the new queue and everything, this attraction is basically going to take over. So I'm glad we're opening this in DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. To at least, you know, hold a place in our hearts. It happens in a couple months. It's opening up. Where is that happening? So it's funny because uh, I agree with you that Mission Breakout as an attraction is very upbeat and happy and poppy because of the music that's associated with it. And there was a very scary... I mean, in comparison, a scary element when they brought Monsters After Dark as part of it was either part of Oogie Boogie Bash or something like that. I don't remember what it was a part of. But Halloween we, time. Some General Halloween, Halloween time. Halloween yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, when they did Monsters After Dark, I think that was a step up to make it a scarier element with the overlay and the lights on the outside and everything to go along with the new videos inside. So... It's funny that you mentioned an overlay because in my head, when you said scary, 
my head immediately went to the Scarlet Witch and the Darkhold. I've been thinking a lot about what's going to happen in the MCU if they move away from Kang, right? Given the situation that the MCU is currently in, not having Kang as the big bad this time around kind of changes things. So if they were to change it, who could we put in that spot? And I think the front runner would probably be Dr. Doom. But the first thing that came to my head when you started talking about scary was bringing Mephisto into the park. And so an overlay that's similar to Monsters After Dark on Mission Breakout, it could be um, the evil inside Bloodstone Manor. And there's an overlay where the Scarlet Witch is essentially trying to take back the Darkhold from Mephisto. And so, yes, there's going to be, like, the same types of, like... You remember when we were watching uh, Multiverse of Madness? There was, like, all the monsters and everything. Like, you would mm-hmm. get that terror throughout. You, you're you not going to know where they're coming out from or anything. You're going to be attacked. But the big bad at the end of that overlay is going to be Mephisto. And it's, like, just towering over, like, you know, big screens or the entire building. And you see this giant Mephisto in front of you. And... You know, you have to become evil just for a second and feel the evilness. Your fingers have to go black to put Mephisto back and set things straight. So as much as it takes to be a hero, sometimes you have to straddle that into the Darkhold the way that Wanda did. And you get that overlay so that you kind of get that balance and you, you bring a new demographic of you know, of, of people that love this type of attraction but want something a little darker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. See, that's where I benefit from you you guys knowing the characters and the stories because that's something that I never could have thought of. Uh, but that's that's fantastic. I'll, I'll take that as an overlay. No, no nightmare. Nightmare needs its <laughs> nightmare needs its own attraction. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Well, and you Agreed. know, you're talking about the vehicles and, you know, this is I think, you know, you brought up trackless vehicles. I think this is a perfect like uh outlet for a trackless vehicle because of how much emotion you can put into the vehicle because you can enhance the jump scare mm-hmm. with a track. You can go up to something and inspect it and then the thing jumps and you're vehicle backs up really yes. quick or whatever at the same time or you you know you get really close and spin it you know you can do all kinds of stuff so that'll even intensify those jump scares and the different things that you're feeling with a, with the trackless vehicle versus like an omni mover or something yeah i want the crescendo or the main point seeing the transition to when he becomes the werewolf that's like yes. in the cage yeah. scene you see mm-hmm. I want that to be the scariest, like almost like how he shot it. So cinematically beautiful. Yeah. I think watching in black and white, I was like, what the, yeah. mm-hmm. something like that is like towering over you. And you can see him like becoming a big werewolf yes. and it's shadows, but <laughs> just crazy madness happening and loud, right? Yeah. Darkness. That's, that's where I would want the main part of the ride to be like, holy, yeah, you know? totally. yeah. Mm-hmm. where you're scared. Totally. Yeah. I, I, I really like my, concept for this included with it is giving Disney permission finally to feel like the the handcuffs are off so to speak they don't have to design this for the whole family they don't have to like keep it in a certain box go wild 
make a scary attraction. We know they've got the technology to do it and the storytelling to do it. Mm -hmm. They can scare us if they want to. Uh, They have full permission to make us pee our pants. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you already broke the rating on Disney Plus by bringing in uh, Echo. All right. You already brought TVMA into Disney Plus. Bring it into the parks. There we go. Why not? Yeah. Give everybody something to want to go see. Seems like Marvel's giving the, you know, the okay. It's yeah. like, what, why not do yeah. it in the same yeah. vein? Same vein. Makes sense. Right on. Damn, I love this. I love that, having that back there. Whew. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to combine multiple ideas into this one because uh, I feel like they can all, I was going to list them as separate, but they all work as one. Uh, mm-hmm. And it goes back to basically getting rid of Hollywood land. Uh, <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, I you know, when DCA first opened, it served a purpose. And I think that the idea and the time frame and how it was designed was definitely great for DCA 1.0. But we're expanding Avengers Campus now. So bye bye Hollywood land and hello, little New York. Yes. I want to make it ah. so that as you're entering the archway over on the side where the Disney Junior building is, you see like the entrance of a subway, you hear the sounds of a subway, you feel the air coming up and some papers flying around because like the subway's passing through, you hear the people talking and walking around down there. You bring the shawarma that's over in DCA into this area, <laughs> yeah. you put the restaurant yep. in there. You bring some, like, New York pizza, and you have some good food in DCA in comparison to some of the other stuff that's there. Uh, And I'm sorry to say this, especially considering that I've never seen Mickey's Philhar Magic. What? But I'm getting rid of it. (laughs) Uh, That one hurts. I would... I uh, So, hear me out. We can leave Mickey's Philhar Magic if you want, as a show, okay? But I want the facade of the building to become the Wakandan embassy. I want it to incorporate, it can be like a city hall-like building, it could be like a rest area, it could be whatever we want it to be. Okay, you can even put a gift shop in there, Disney, since you love your gift shops. But I want to bring the Wakandan (laughs) embassy. Uh, Again, it's a big part of Marvel Hell, in the games that I've been playing, the Spider-Man games, you can visit the Wakandan Embassy. So I would love to see that building represented in DCA. And having like a piece of New York, you can kind of compress it into this area. Uh, Considering that my TVA attraction, basically, I didn't mention this, but it got rid of Mike and Sully. So sorry, guys. But, you know, (laughs) sorry. Over where the animation building is, I want to repurpose the facade of this building as the Daily Bugle. I want Spider-Man represented, and we need the Daily Bugle because Spider-Man otherwise is just kind of flying around web. And that's cool and everything, but damn it, it's iconic to see Spidey by the Daily Bugle. So whether we put it there or across where like Schmoozies is and we kind of break that down and we can have it like as that background facade where like that little piece of street is where they normally do the Spider-Man meet and greet, that mm-hmm. would be totally cool. The only reason I thought about putting it as the new facade of the animation building is because I'm getting rid of the Hyperion. 
Uh, and I'm not getting that rid of it. That one's a stab and I'm, in my heart. Oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not getting rid of it as a theater, so to speak. It will remain a theater. However, again, very iconic building. I want to see the Sanctum Sanctorum. So if we repurpose the building, like the, the shape and the big bulbous like window that they have at the top of the Sanctum Sanctorum mm-hmm. is so iconic. And it would be such an amazing visual to see from afar if it was tall enough that you could see it from like lining up at DCA. Like, dude, that would be so cool to see. You could repurpose the theater. Occasionally in the summer, you could bring Rogers the musical. But the rest of the time, forget about the magic show that Doctor Strange does in the little area that they built for him. Do a full stage magic show inside of the hype in the former building known as the Hyperion, now known as the Sanctum Sanctorum. You got your moving staircases, you got your portals mm. opening up, you got battles happening, you got crazy magicians thinking that they're super cool, trying to rule the world, barely knowing magic, causing all sorts of chaos. In the Sanctum Sanctorum, and Doctor Strange is laying the smacketh down on. Well, you know where I'm going with that. So, <laughs> whole Sanctum Sanctorum, all of Hollywood land would be repurposed as little New York, essentially. And uh, yeah, I think it would fit the theme so much better. You round the corner, you got your mission breakout. Keep rounding the corner, you got Avengers Campus, you got your E ticket, you got Avengers Tower up in the distance. It's a complete land. I like it. I, I, my last idea is basically turning that street into New York as well. So yeah, I, I'm fully on board yeah. with this. You know, I don't want to be party pooper man, but Ooh. here comes some poop. <laughs> we are in uh, this park is called California Adventure. Except um, for this section. Okay, so the new title of the part is California Adventure, except for the parts that it's not great. Okay, that's how we fix it. Andrew, Andrew, Mr. Fiffick, I would like to present uh, as evidence uh, what do they call these areas in, in Florida? Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. Hollywood. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's yeah. a whole park. Yeah. I understand that, but it's, <laughs> it's Hollywood about the, and it represented about the... Hollywood, California. No, it, it represented the movies. Hollywood But it represented movies. Hollywood, California and so, movies. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs> I'm I mean, I'm completely fine. The theme is you know, it all sounds fantastic. I'm just being a wrench in the in the thing here. <laughs> Um, as am I <laughs> yeah no it's <laughs> at some point you just run out of California things to do especially if you're tying yourself to the Marvel Universe which takes so like takes place so much in New York City like it's not some fake city it's New York City so it's it's hard if you want to do that because the other things are just like Iron Man 1's like oh, I'm in Malibu and then other than that it's mostly New York and then a bunch <laughs> yeah, of made up places but- but you know how you could solve that problem? 
the arch becomes a giant screen that looks like a portal that Doctor Strange opens. So it looks like you're walking through a portal into New York. On the backside in front of Mission Breakout, you do the same thing and you have another portal just going. It's just sparks that fly throughout the day and you walk through and now you're in New York. Now you're out of New York. Now you're in New York. Now you're out of New York. That works for me. You fixed it. Ah? Portal, portals ah? fix everything. Shit. Yes. <laughs> That's what we've learned on this episode. All right. Yes, I'm a bigger Doctor Strange fan than I thought I was. <laughs> All right. Do we have one more round before we start doing honorable mentions? Does everybody have at least one more to present? I got one small thing and then a bunch of honorable mentions. Yeah. Cool. I, yeah. I, I just have thing. one small idea left. Okay, so let's do one more round then with these ideas. Larry? All right, it's funny you guys are talking about that area. And if you're wondering why I have an attachment to that area, I got married in the Animation Academy area. So that's the animation building. So uh, my I didn't get married inside there. That's where we had our reception. But I want to put that out there that I'm, I'm not like hardcore Turtle Crush <laughs> or <laughs> I, the Sorcerer's Workshop. You know, I am sad to see the Beast Library gone, oh, which is going to become yeah. a Blue Skies for that. That was mm-hmm. that was rough. Um, but uh, other than that, I am totally on board with these ideas. But leads me a little bit in this direction with the smallest idea I had, and it ties pretty much with what you said Hazen and I saved it for this one because at the end I always walk by the Hyperion Theater and I think my friend Andrew who's in theater needs to be kept as a theater and I think what a big waste of space over here for like something Hazen would do or something I want to make that exactly what you're saying Doctor Strange show full on out but I wanted to have it intertwining with Wanda Vision. So like, okay. do you remember how it was originally started the show? They were like in front of a live audience at some mm-hmm. points yeah. and stuff like that. Wanda's like created the situation where Doctor Strange has to go back to that period and you get a little bit of vision and you'll get a little bit of the, you know, older scenes that everyone got really attached to in WandaVision the show. So it's kind of like a play, but also like, a cinematic adventure with Marvel magic and portals <laughs> once again. But that's where I would go with that. That's my idea of like making that theater, utilizing it for people like Andrew to have their mind open on all the tools they have there from previous shows and have something always going there. But it's like WandaVision, but crashing with like Doctor Strange. I just don't have it developed out enough, but I would love it to be like black and white like we're talking about earlier using that incorporation making you feel like there's black and white lighting and then it transitions to like to the Brady Bunch (laughs) and then we get that modern family but Doctor Strange is like trying to fight through and you're getting different like portal visions. It's that's that's kind of where I'm going with it at the Hyperion Theater. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. I like the transitions, yeah. Well, there's like, you know, there's a reason that most magic acts take place in a theater because it's very, you know, darkness is your friend when it comes to magic. Um, And so like the Doctor Strange show that's in there in, you know, uh, Avengers Campus right now, it's like, all right, it's in the brightest thing you could possibly be in the sun. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it works, but there's not, you can't do all the like cool, fun disappearing things and in different things you can in a theater which is like if mm-hmm. if 
you know, we live in the reality where Aladdin Musical Spectacular will never return to the Hyperion Theater. So I, I'm happy to see at least something uh, of a theater stay in there. Uh, it keeps my heart happy. And maybe the genie pops up in the show just for fun. Something. <laughs> yeah, like you could drop Easter eggs and they're like a joke from there you the go. genie where they go like umbrella, Ella, Ella. Like <laughs> yeah. It's like rain for some reason. But I, I, I had something. I pictured the last like big part mm-hmm. is you've got them all being suspended in the air using their black magic or dark powers, including the vision, which I think would be so cool. You have Doctor Strange, Wanda, like, conjuring and then you have the vision trying to like balance this out because he has no idea something like that don't throw agatha in there because i will be so <laughs> mad if they drop that song in there i will immediately walk out of the theater what a, what a what a thing that i didn't even think about is like we avengers campus just takes place in all time and no time uh yeah. in the mcu why have we not seen the vision anywhere at avengers campus like what i love what's the like just like paint a man red face and put him in a green costume or whatever (laughs) like the weird or i can't remember you know those rules they keep making there's like whatever just like make a vision it's just a man in a suit like he doesn't have to fly he can walk around like he walked around in wandavision i i get the idea of keeping the campus to a specific timeline I get the whole repurposing an old Stark compound for what they're doing, uh, but I don't know what they're going to end up doing officially with that e-ticket, right? Like, we have some concept art and everything, but given Disney's track record over the last decade when it comes to new attractions and new lands and, and rides and everything, they haven't always delivered what they promised, right? So the fact that we have gotten things that are close, like the Millennium Falcon attraction or Rise of the Resistance, like those definitely delivered, even though we were missing other stuff uh, on Batu. When you when you think of the other Avengers campuses around the world and how they're all supposed to be connected to to each other, there's already timeline issues with the one in Disneyland Paris because um, I forgot what the attraction's called, the the Iron Man, like the roller coaster that they have there. Mm-hmm. Um there's already timeline issues the way that it's presented and like Tony going through his Rolodex trying to find Avengers and then talking to Carol, you know, and getting like, you know what I mean? Like Captain Marvel to help. Um, Not to mention, by the way, that it's so weird that Iron Man is speaking French and then Captain Marvel's like speaking English. It just, I, that's never made sense to me. Um, I, I mean, I can tell you why it's just logistics it's so yeah. English speakers know what's going on. They're basically Something's saying the same thing it. twice without Got saying it. the same thing twice. It's like okay. Hazen just wants Hazen wants it flipped. <laughs> I mean, li- listen, Carol and I we're best friends now. Ever since that okay. video, I remember. You know, I saw the video. Yeah, ever since it. that video, we are now best friends. So we are now, you know, we're cool now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I love again. There's so many things about Avengers Campus that I think they can plus up, but this works on multiple levels, right? Even, like, I just, first of all, I want Andrew to manage the theater. Can we just all agree <laughs> that yes. Andrew will be the manager? Sure. He will, technical you know, take care of, of everything. Yeah, yep. technical director, everything. Theater. Yes. 
of the sure. formally known. Here's the keys. The artist formally known as <laughs> the Hyperion. As long as now known as the Sanctum is. Centaurum. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, I love the idea of bringing the other characters in. And then I, in my head, I started thinking about the gags, like you said about the genie. If Doctor Strange is opening portals, he could be in the black and white and say, okay, we have to go forward in time to kind of fix this, thinking that we're going to go into the 70s, like the Brady Bunch thing. But it like the portal opens and you hear the genie speaking and he kind of pops his head through and he's like, oh, I went too far. Uh, and he pushes the genie back in and like reverses <laughs> it to go back into the 70s. Right. That's, so uh, cool. that's cute. Or that's cool. There's another portion where he tries to do the same thing to get like into the 80s or something. And then he opens the portal and he hears, let it go. Let it go. He's like, nope. And he no. closes it back up and he like walks backward. <laughs> so there's that like, a little bit of comedy along with it. I think taking it too far forward, trying to bring it back to kind of go mm-hmm. with the whole yeah. Wanda timeline, I think would be super funny. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, I was skeptical about doing a, a Marvel musical or Marvel stage show in there, but like hearing all these ideas come together, I, I, I would see that show. <laughs> nice. I see it every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mel. Okay. So my idea is going to be compared to Gavin's last idea. His is full gourmet. Mine's is kids' choice <laughs> food. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, pretty much, I'm going back to Werewolf by Night. I would call it Witness the Werewolf. And basically, it's storytelling, but in, I love the part when he transformed. I know that's the highlight. That has to be a highlight for anything, pretty much. I'm thinking, okay, where I was going to have the whole Moon Nine meeting greet, um, transform it. Transform it, and it's just give us something scary. Give us something just aesthetically beautiful in that era. Have the, the little storytelling and whatnot. We're sitting around the uh, the cage itself as we're learning about the story going through it and then suddenly nobody knows but the lights turn off and underneath you just jack disappears and then you have your flashes your flashes are happening the whole scene as we're hearing what's happening and you could hear like the the noises the the terror the all of everything that you could hear when someone is transforming and it's just gruesome and whatnot and that's pretty much it and on the outside i would just love to hear a uh, wolf's howl- howling yeah. so yeah sure. i think that'd be pretty cool to hear from different places in the area we just want spooky pretty yeah, much spooky. <laughs> yeah i like it it seems like werewolf by night is a is a big hit yeah yes. amongst this group <laughs> Among well, the Doctor Stranges and yeah, and Loki and and Loki, right? Well, they bring it back in color, so I think that mm-hmm. has to do something with it being at least more than the regular audience, like or, or a specific audience. Like, if you're gonna switch it to color, it's the same show, but to make it all go to color, I mean, that has to say something that there's a crowd yeah. out there and the Marvel fans that want a little bit more. That's yeah. what I, I, I might it does get, change the vibe. It does for sure, and and I might actually get some flack for this, but it's probably my favorite Marvel thing. 
I no, I, it's it's great. Good. Enjoyed the heck yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You won't get any flack from me on that one because the whole nope. time that you're talking about this, like both with Bloodstone Manor being in the like in the current back lot, and then with this. You know, we've always gone in the direction of something drops on Disney Plus and then we get that character meet and greet in DCA. What if we went the opposite way and we use DCA as, you know, a way to bring characters into the MCU? Like if we have Bloodstone Manor, we have this attraction that Mel just talked about. And what if we incorporated Blade into it, right? That's a perfect way of bringing Blade into the MCU and bringing some of that as like a future property onto Disney Plus. Because if you workshop, if you use DCA as the working grounds and workshop of what characters are like people really want to see like which ones are popular that will guide you into creating content for Disney plus that people want to see. It's a, it's, it's not obviously your entire viewing audience, but it'll give you a good idea of what's more popular than other things. Plus when you finally introduce them into the MCU as characters they will already have been established with a bit of a backstory so that you don't have to waste a lot of that in the film or confuse people that have never seen it before because they just don't know. Like, you can keep it at a minimum. You know what I mean? So uh, I th- I think it, it's great uh, it, to incorporate that. Plus, I would love to see Ghost Rider at some point just cruising around DCA. Like, how? Freaking awesome with that oh, be. Cool. I'm just saying. Flaming like a flaming Halloween overlay. Yep. yep. <laughs> so I, I dig this idea. I'm I'm all for it. All right, Andrew. All right. Uh so I'm still sticking in the confines of Avengers Campus. So this is kicking out Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange little stunt show or whatever you call it, magic show and that whole little area. We're gonna pop a new building in there. It's gonna be a new restaurant. Uh, this is the new Asgard Dinner Theater. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. uh, so the new Asgard acting troupe has set up a dinner theater in Avengers Campus. Um, they will perform <laughs> different Asgardian stories throughout the day. Love it. Uh, the, the, so these are kind of you know similar to like what we'd see at the Golden Horseshoe or in the, uh, the Fantasy Fair area. Just like very funny retellings. Kind of you know w- what we saw mm-hmm. in Thor with like the... What was it the the uh, Matt Damon and playing? <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah. so, is it going to make an appearance? So it's like it's like those. That's where I got the idea from. Is these performances they're putting on? Yeah. You know, telling the stories of Thor and Loki and all this stuff. But we can expand it into different Asgardian stories throughout the day. You know, these probably have five to eight performances throughout the day because they'd be short, ten minutes or whatever. But this is also a restaurant. And, you know, to kind of tie in with with Asgard and, you know, Thor and what do you think about, you know, those gods and you feasting and stuff. So this would be um, hearty meats and sides. So this is basically the the reincarnation of of Big Thunder Ranch barbecue in DCA. Big meats, big tables and and communal dining, medieval times, but Mm -hmm. with beer. But (laughs) you know what? It can have beer. It's a DCA can do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, big Asgard Mm -hmm. beers, you know, a little stage up there and just putting on little funny little skits, people dressed up like Thor that are obviously don't look like Thor and 
just having a good time, <laughs> you know. DCA, you know, we talked about it earlier, just needs some better food, needs some entertainment. Like, th- I think this is a, is a fun way to do it. Ugh. That's Listen, really good. I was already <laughs> sold on the whole dinner theater thing, and then you said barbecue, and I was like, bring <laughs> it on. Heck yeah. yeah. Right? I need <laughs> that in my life. All right, Gavin. Well, I, I think my idea kind of transitions nicely off of that last one by Andrew. Um, what I think DCA really needs, um, in my opinion anyway, is another place to get a drink. Another bar is what it needs because um, there's not enough in DCA yet. Uh, and I feel like almost every armchair imagineering I did for the last however many years included at least one watering hole. So, (laughs) yeah. uh, Yeah. But what we need here is we need we need another high end experience, a a classy Mm. joint. So we're going to call this Tony's, and it's going to be a a classy bar. Uh, It'll probably be in one of um, Hazen's many towers. So maybe, (laughs) yeah, maybe like the ground floor of Avengers Tower is like this cool bar in the lobby. Um, But you know, you know, like a like a classic New York high-end bar uh where you can get themed cocktails of course like a negroni stark or something like that Uh, a quinjet fizz you know various marvel themed ideas for drinks but on top of that it it kind of becomes um kind of like the character meals where at any given moment you know like thor could like pop in and like plop down in a chair and be like, Oh, what a rough day at work. You know, (laughs) I just need a drink, uh, you know, just to kind of interact with people and come and go and, and talk about, you know, what they've been up to. And, um, you know, cause it's like their local watering hole too. Why not? Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my last little kind of throwaway idea. That's fun. You can have That's like not actual throwaway, sir. <laughs> no, you can have not Tony Stark in a suit come out. Yes. As opposed yeah, to like having to do the Iron Man. Like exactly. you can have like the yeah. the dressed up, put together characters come out. Yeah. Pepper Potts. We can get all kinds of people coming yes. in. Happy and, and do it. Happy Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy Hogan's the bartender. It's some oh guy who's like yes. Hogan, he's a bartender. <laughs> Yeah. You can have uh you yeah, can have, can have uh, uh what is it um uh oh 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 uh Downton Abbey on the TV that he's watching. <laughs> he lo- <laughs> so just to be clear, it is Tony for Tony Stark, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah he's okay. Just, he's the most so jazzy. this. So when you when you talk about when you talk about the atmosphere of this watering hole, this bar. Are you thinking like old gentleman's club or are you thinking like cool, cool tech because it's Tony Stark? Yeah, I'm thinking like his like anything I can remember of his like where he lives inside his tower, like his his house area, like designed by Tony Stark is this bar. Right. So that kind of like modern high-end classy elegant kind of look that he goes for as like the playboy millionaire dude uh that's what this bar will reflect yes i was just trying to see i think hazen's trying to make tony stark be in the sea is where i think hazen's (laughs) head was going at least that's what i thought but damn it (laughs) It, listen it wasn't but howard stark totally there 
Maybe Tony's not, but Howard is. Uh, anyway, story for another day. Uh, the reason I'm asking is because there hasn't been a proper place for the Hall of Iron Man that used to be in Interventions. And that was one of my favorite things that they did when they first started talking about bringing Marvel into the parks. Just like seeing all of the Iron Man suits on display was just super cool, right? But all of those were in really pristine condition. The only one that looked like it saw some battle was the Mark I. And so what I want to see in this bar is all of the Iron Man suits that have been through battle. Like, they're all <laughs> broken. There's, like, pieces missing. They're scratched up. They're on display, and there's, like, a plaque that says, in honor of the battle versus Ultron, you know, with the mm-hmm. Avengers. This one is the battle on Wakanda. And, like, next to that one is the is the Nano Gauntlet, right? Like, so I would like to see all of... Like the battle worn, I mm-hmm. guess we, we couldn't have that one if Tony Stark was supposedly going to come through. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would like to see all of the tattered versions yeah. of them on display, like you know, just so that they're appropriately displayed somewhere. Um, yeah, that's yeah. A perfect place. But I love for this it. idea. I like that. Mm-hmm. Larry has I something to idea. say. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I like my good watering holes too. So. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea on this because, you know, when you go to Lamplight, there's the room. I don't know. what I always forget what it's called, but there's the, the room you get to the, the back. Animator's room or whatever Animator's it is. Something room. like yeah. that. Something like that. Hazen, we will call the room in there the Mach 1 room. And you can only get oh. in. And it has, like, pictures of, yeah. you know old Mr. Stark, Tony, and it's got like layout drawings of the schematics, and maybe every once in a while you hear Jarvis say something, another drink, or something like that. Or we take it a step further, we make it like the old version, like like the Club 33, or the uh, the 19... um, 1901. 1901 in DCA, and it becomes the schematics of Howard Stark from the World's Fair instead of Tony's Tony Stark. Uh, yeah. Mark I schematics. And so Classic. it's his homage to his dad oh. inside of his own bar. And yeah. But that's the secret room, so it's got to be like behind a bookshelf That's or what I'm saying. Like it's got to be like, something yeah. like secret. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's like, where's the Mark One at? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we use the effect from the from the Star Trek thing where the walls shoot up around yeah. you and you walk in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love it. Ah, uh, this is amazing. I love it. All right. Well, uh, I have several mini ideas that I've been wanting to see for a really long time. Uh, there there aren't really new buildings or anything. They're just enhancements and additions. One, uh, so I'll just quickly list uh, all of them. But one, uh, I guess this one would require a building. Uh, I I don't know if any of you have ever been on the Warner Brothers Studio Tour, but right before you exit the tour into Central Perk to buy your coffee, they have a room where you can be in a movie scene from the Terminator or from Harry Potter or something like that. 
I feel like with the current motion capture technology that we have, like if TikTok can remap your face into something, surely we can have an experience where they can map your face and you can be part of the battle on Wakanda, you know, or like it, it could be Sam saying, hey, Cap, to your left and you're the one that turns around right before you catch Mjolnir, right? Like they could motion capture your face into one of those. So I would love like a photo slash video studio where something like that happens. If Universal does it, damn it, why doesn't Disneyland? Uh, second, yep. Disneyland Paris, man, is ahead of the curve when it comes to drone shows. Next week, in next week's episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about them reimagining something that's badly needed to be reimagined for a long yes. time. That's all I'm going to say for now. Yes. But... Every drone show that they've done, especially with the opening of Avengers Campus, has been amazing. Bring drones to DCA if you want to keep the fireworks at Disneyland. Give us an Avengers drone show. Give even something small. It doesn't have to be like the full 20 minutes or whatever. Give us a five or six minute show. And as part of that show, the same way that we see Dumbo and Tinkerbell fly from the castle, you know, how about we have Iron Man fly from the the web building, like for where, where Web Slingers is, all the way up to Avengers Tower once we build that. Or because, you know, forced perspective, we need something safe up to Mission Breakout. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all part of the drone okay. show. Got Iron Man flying through the sky. Uh, the other thing... We need a Hulkbuster, like a full Hulkbuster suit inside of Avengers <laughs> Campus. I don't even care if that thing moves. We just need it on display somewhere. It's It was such a big part of the MCU. It's such a, a an awesome piece of machinery. Why do we not have a Hulkbuster on display? I we totally agree. It. It's like, like in Galaxy's Edge, some of the coolest stuff in there is the big ship props and all the, yeah. all the mm-hmm. artifacts. That's why Avengers Campus feels a little empty because they didn't bring it with the, the large scale props like that. I think that's a perfect idea. Again, it's very boring in comparison, right? It's very blah building. Yeah. So as much as I hate to say that, I mean, listen, I understand everything that was happening. I understand that was also the beginning of the pandemic and a lot of things changed. So I get it. But still, man, come on. Come on. Come on. So anyway, that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) All right. uh, Any final thoughts or any final ideas anybody wants to throw out before we finally wrap this up? I got a a couple if anybody else doesn't. I can run through them real quick. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Go pizza Papa pizza balls. Um, uh, I want a Phil Coulson memorial <sighs> statue or yes. something. Um, <laughs> uh, generally more shade in in the the Seriously. area yes. in general, including uh, making the Spider-Man queue uh, completely indoor. I also want more giant food from the Ant-Man restaurant. We have a lot of mini food, more giant food. Bring the... the um, Guitar, not guitar. Why did I say guitar? Uh, <laughs> the big candy bar back. I think they got rid of it. It's like a cake now a or something. Smash. That big Choco mm. Smash bar. Uh, also, uh, that Ant Man restaurant should have the big ant playing the drums uh, from the Ant Man <laughs> movie. Um, and then the last thing is, I really do think that after passing through the entrance to Avengers Campus, 
the music needs to change. I think the the score is great for the entrance, but I think after that we need to figure out some other music that makes Avengers Campus not so serious all the way through the land. I don't know what yeah. that is. If it's like, all right, Tony, you know, Spider-Man's turned on the radio and, you know, this is what's playing or how whatever it is. But um, I know some people really like the 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 sweets playing through it but i think that's should be that's great for that first entrance but i think the rest of the land it just makes it feel sometimes it feels a little too tense in there when you're walking through just you know all the time so uh those are all my uh ideas i agree with you on that one can I just add to your uh, bringing back big food to Pim's uh-huh. Kitchen? <laughs> Somewhere around Pim's Kitchen, uh, that little diorama that they had of Bugs Land, they should just uh-huh. permanently put it on display somewhere. Yeah. It should just be somewhere. Agreed. It does Nailed it like it. they could come up with a story for it or something like that, but it, it's inside of Pim's Kitchen or outside yeah, on a pedestal or, or something. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It should just be a thing permanently. Totally. So. Or you could have like an augmented reality portal somewhere because we're all about portals today um, <laughs> where you where like you stand like at one of the entrances, like off to the side, you could have a portal and you look through it. And what you see through the portal is a bug's land like, like it like it <laughs> never yet. left. Oh. And then you like look to the side. Yes. And you're like, Oh, it's Avengers Campus. You look at the portal. Oh, it's bug's land. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. Yeah. Yep. I'm all for that idea. All for it. All right. Well, that's episode 500. Woo-hoo. That is Armchair Imagineering Avengers Campus. Before we wrap up, I want to thank everybody for being here. Gavin, thank you so much for coming back and doing another Armchair Imagineering with us. Uh, before we move on to Larry, Tell everybody where they can find you, check out your art, and some of the stuff that you will be doing over the course of the year. Uh, Yeah, thank you. I'm, again, super honored to be back, and I had a blast. I can be found on all the places at Gavin Audison Art or GavinAudisonArt.com. And what I do these days is I travel around to art fairs in my region and sell my art live to people. It's awesome. Um, so if you're in Ohio or any of the states that touch Ohio, you might get a chance to see me sometime this year. Nice. But of course they can always order your stuff online. And as you can see, Absolutely. I mean, on my camera, you can't see, but I know this Gavin dude and I have some of his art on my wall back there. So one of those is an award-winning piece at D23, don't you know? Just, just saying, just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Name drop. Larry. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on YouTube, usually Wednesday nights and Saturdays throughout the day, live streaming from Disneyland, Anaheim, California, at Goofy Guys Adventures. You could look up Goofy Guys Adventures. You'll find it there, too. You could also find me on Instagram, at Goofy Guys Adventures as well, where sometimes we've been going live, but a lot more posts lately on Reels. So that's where you can catch me. Right on. All right, that's it. That is going to wrap it up for episode 500. To everyone that's been with us since day one, I just want to say thank you. This is a huge milestone for the podcast. I can't say if I ever thought we were going to get to an episode 500. You know, this was just 
cool, fun thing we were doing. The podcast has, again, definitely evolved multiple times uh, over the course of the years, and we will continue to evolve, and we will continue to try to just bring some fun, bring uh, a hang for you every week. Uh, We have some stuff planned for this year that we're working on, so stay tuned for that as we continue to evolve. But again, I just want to say thank you to everyone, uh, regardless of when you got on on this train with us and uh, became part of the Podcasters community. It means a lot to us that you've hung in there with us, that you allow us to be a part of your week in any capacity. And uh, cheers to everybody. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Truly means a lot. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward. And always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Major look. Portals. <laughs> Major look. <laughs> ah. Portals. I said portals. Major look. Part of the Podcateers Network.